0: hi hey hello how are you how are things how you been thank you for tuning in to another episode of uniquely spoken this is your girl red nice to meet you if you're new here hi if you're returning what up baby um or hey honey (laughs) um like i said thank you for tuning in to another episode of uniquely spoken my name is red once again let's roll on into the show shall we Welcome back to a new episode of uniquely spoken lord for a quick quick second there i forgot the name of my own show ain't that something but thank you if you're new here i greatly appreciate you if you're returning i greatly 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 appreciate you thank you for your continuous support be it you listen for a little while or you listen all the way through. You send me feedback on what you like and what you didn't like. It's all greatly appreciated. And you all hold a special place in my heart. And I want you to feel that special place that you hold in my heart. Get all of this love. Get all of this good loving. Okay? Not you can't have that good loving, but you can have the good loving that's flowing from my heart. But let's jump into just scrolling. Just scrolling is where I give my two cents on anything that has popped up on my screen. Be it from Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, any form of social media, and I kind of just yeah, either I rant about it or I do a quick little synopsis and my little thought process behind what I had what I have witnessed. So, this first thing how I The quick question I have, how much power do we give social media, especially in relationships? Now, me personally, I'm not in a relationship, so I can only look at some of y'all's relationship and be like, why? Why are you still there? Why did you choose this person? And I'm not there with you 24-7, so, you know, I can't. I can't really speak to your choice in, in partners, but Hey, some of y'all know you in bad relationships and you choose to stay, but that's, that's neither here nor there. So (laughs) I came across this video on YouTube from the show face the truth. And these, this couple, Lauren and Dominic were going through some things from the clip that I watched one of the things that she was that Lauren was upset by is Lauren doesn't get posted enough on social media when it for her. Dominic said he had some, you know, it was infidelity on his side. Um, when they were together and they broke up at the time, they broke up, he went and he and he said we were broken up when he slept with somebody else and when they got back together she um she said well that's cheating but you were broken up at the time which i'm going to i'm going to circle back to that but he said well i still i post her on social media and she says well barely you barely post me and one of the host x you know well, is it that you need the validation publicly and she said yes She like well it's not about me it's about our daughter we have a child together and he posts his other children on facebook he never mentions anything about his uh the child we have together and we're high school sweethearts so why not talk about us and like she goes on like this little rant and my thing is why is it that you need like I understand posting about the child. Yes. But you may because he he posts you once, maybe once a week or whatever. I don't I don't understand being in a relationship and having to feel, like you said, publicly validated. Because I feel like some things you should just keep to yourself. It's cool to do it, you know, post your significant other every now and again. And then it's cool to just put, hey, I'm in a relationship and that's all y'all need to know because the re- what what we have going on is none of your business cuz you'll have people that that feel like they're entitled to comment on every inch of your relationship and every bit and piece of your relationship because you put it on social media and I don't I don't like why say she was she was legit pissed about that and she was like i'll write on his uh facebook wall i love you or i'll say something and he ignores it he doesn't like it he doesn't comment on it he doesn't do all these things why is it that like it's bigger stuff to worry about in your relationship i'm pretty sure like your child but that's neither here nor there um you you're more concerned with this person reposting you and commenting on your stuff i understand every now and again if hey if i write i love you or something i want you to acknowledge it i didn't do it for the simple fact of you just acknowledging me i want them i want everybody to know i love you but at the same time why is it that heavy on your heart why is it that why is it that, that has to be your validation. Now, as far as, oh, he cheated. He was with somebody else. She acknowledged that, oh, Train, you are so disrespectful. The train runs at any given time. You are so disrespectful. But she acknowledged, yes, we were broken up. But you brought me around this female or you brought this female around me. So I consider that cheating. What? You acknowledge that you broken up. He acknowledged that you broken up, but you still say it was cheating. Now, my thing is, if we break, if we break up, okay. I don't understand the whole break up to make up thing and get back together and we together one week, not together another week. We together this week. We together on Friday, but I hate you by Monday. Like I, I don't understand it. Maybe because it, I'm not in a relationship, and that's why I don't understand it. But if we're broken up, if you're broken up, but you know y'all still going to get back together, I say don't sleep with anybody else because now you're getting another person's feelings or whatever involved. Now, if there's an understanding, yo, this is just sex. Okay, it is what it is. But if you haven't completely closed one chapter in a book, if you ain't completely closed the book at all with one person, don't go and try to start a whole new novel with somebody else because now it's you the person that you were with and you've added another person so there's already issues between you and your significant other you're gonna add in issues with this third person because maybe their feelings is getting involved they're no you know maybe you, you didn't got body parts involved but you you're getting You're connecting with this other person and now you have to go to this other person and say, hey, we can't mess around no more or we can't do yada, yada, blase, blase no more because I'm back with whoever. Now that part, I say don't do that because people mess around and cut you for that. But like, I don't understand how much, I don't understand why we give social media so much power. But then we turn around to be angry at the power that we gave social media. So Lauren and Dominic, baby, I hope y'all work this out. Because there were other things like she has been abusive towards him. She was like, I can't play fight because it takes me to a certain place. And she was in an abusive relationship. And by the grace of God, she got out of it. But she was saying she can't play fight because it takes her back to a, a space in her mind, which I, I can understand that and apparently they weren't play fighting all the times that she has abused this man. So yeah. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot there. Check out the show Face the Truth cuz it it baby some of some of these things is really oh my gosh. But to move on and to stay on the topic of social media, a lot of times we can post stuff and give off this facade that we live this perfect life or we live this perfect enough life where we're happy all the time. Everything's going our way. God is blessing in abundance, just in our favor. And that's good. That's this is good to acknowledge the things that God has blessed you with. But we can also, like I said, get off the facade that everything is good. But we can also fake it, you know, we can fake everything and post stuff just for the sake of posting for the approval of other people or to make other people jealous basically you're not doing it for you you're doing it for everyone else and i came across something on instagram and i can't remember the person's uh complete instagram name i know she's a yoga uh not instructor but i get would you say yoga influencer (laughs) because she's on instagram She's a, she's a yoga person. She's not a yoga person. Jesus, what's the word I'm looking for? She She does yoga. And she posts videos and stuff of her doing yoga. But she also has opened up about her mental state. And she deals with depression. And... You know, you see it sometimes, especially in this day and age where now we're getting more and more into talking about mental illness and um, becoming healthy mentally. So she posted, and I saw the second post she did where she said she had people calling and being concerned about her because she did a post on Instagram where she basically planned how she was going to leave this leave this world and she said she decided to give up and decided that she was going to commit suicide and she actually ended up calling she called one friend and basically it was the oh you have so much to live for you're going to be okay everything's going to be fine and that did nothing for her And she called another friend who had dealt with depression and dealt with, um, attempting suicide. And she said, this person just sat on the phone with me for like six hours. And the mindset that she goes into is, well, I'm the only one going through this and nobody's going to understand. And she, she said she legit planned out everything and she mentioned this in the post that I saw that we give off this facade and this image that everything is perfect. And she had people in her comments saying, you know, you need to keep this to yourself. You need to keep the fact that you, you deal with depression and suicidal thoughts. You need to keep that to yourself. Um, I wouldn't open up about that. And she she commented on it. She was like, well, this, one, this is my page. True. Two, if me... Posting this and showing somebody else that if I can make it through this, you can make it through this. If I can choose to live and fight one more day and then choose again to live and fight one more day, you can make the choice to live and fight one more day. And that post, I think, affected me the most because and I didn't really realize it till I ain't gonna lie, I was sitting in the bathroom. I broke down crying. Jesus, I spit on myself. But <laughs> I broke down crying because it one, is true. We do give off this facade that everything is okay. But also because, you know what? If this person can make it through it, then I can make it through it. One more day, okay? This day is complete and done. One more day, okay? This day is complete and done. I've mentioned before on here, I've you know, mentioned a couple times that I've dealt with um attempting suicide. And I was young when I well, I don't think I really went into depth about it. But I did attempt suicide. I attempted suicide multiple times when I was younger. And I I attempted it before oh Jesus the birds. Um I'm sorry. If you remember my story about the birds, you know me me and birds don't have a good a good relationship but i've I've attempted suicide I've planned out my funeral before and that's something I don't think my friends or my parents know that I legit I planned out my funeral um I planned out I don't want to be buried um i I knew what i wanted and i made up in my mind how i was gonna like this person did on instagram and no one ever opens up about it when no one talks about it and no one ever opens up and is like hey i've gone through this too and i'm still here and i'm making it it makes you feel like you're by yourself so i feel like social media is a good plat is a good platform to say hey you're not alone and anybody that's listening to this, you're not alone. If you've been in that mindset before and you felt alone and felt like, you know what? Nobody else is going through this. Nobody else is going to understand. I've been there. Um, Something that nobody knows is I've actually called the suicide prevention line. And it wasn't, you know, oh, this was years ago that I called. No, this was recently. This was this year, maybe a month or a month and a half ago, to be honest with you. And I never opened up about stuff like, I never opened up about it because I don't want to be judged and feel like people have to handle me with kitten gloves and, oh, okay, we can't. Say or do this around Shanita because this is going to trigger this. No, I I haven't been a counselor or anything in a long time, and I don't want to say I don't want to self-diagnose. But there's this thing called um, high-functioning depression, where you're good, you can be good for so long, but then like in the drop of a like a drop of a dime, like you come down and you have a down day. It's like you're coasting and you're fine, and then it's boom, you just drop. And it mainly, it kicks in heavy when you're by yourself. Like you're able to function and you're able to do, um, to go about your day and do regular things, even maybe laugh and smile with people. But when you're by yourself, that's when it really kicks in. So I don't know. I guess I'm, I want to do more research into it and I want to go see a counselor to see if this is what I have. Um, I want to really know what's going on with me, because I want whoever is listening to this to know if I made it through it. If I made it through, like I said, I called the suicide prevention line a month ago, month, month and a half ago, and I'm still here. You can make it through it. Know that you are loved, you are valued, and if anything, reach out to me and i I'll sit on the phone with you. And we can talk or I can just listen to you cry, to you breathe. We can pray together, whatever the case may be. But know that you are not alone. I got your back and God got your front. God got your front, back, left, and right. I'm just an extra support system. (laughs) Let's go to the next segment. We are back and it is time for unique thoughts. Unique thoughts is when either I tell you a story or I comment on something that I may have come across and give you my thought process on it or, like, my thoughts about the situation. Or, like, if I experience something while I'm out and about, you know, I give you my thoughts and my feelings at the time. Like, if Little Timmy... Cr- Not crying, but like clowning in the store. And mama didn't do nothing about little Timmy. I tell you how there's a possibility that I just wanted to cave little Timmy's chest in or donkey kick him one good time. But I know that's child abuse, so I wouldn't do that. But little Timmy, little little Timmy, the way as big as these kids get nowadays, little Timmy grown look grown and can catch these hands. But that. Yeah, we're not gonna get into Little Timmy. Little Timmy, Lil Timmy can, oh, Little Timmy can catch all of these rounds. But that's that's we're not gonna talk about Little Timmy. As you can see, I've encountered a couple of Timmys and mm, 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 Jesus, that's a different story for a different day. What I am gonna give you though is a story time. My um, my cousin, my younger cousin, just finished her first year of college. And we were talking about different things. And um I told her, I was like, look, I want you to go and experience college and have a good time in college. I'm not going to tell you not to do A, B, C, and D when I did A, B, C, D, E, a, F, and G. Um, But what I will tell you is to get your work done first. Have your fun later. Because you're not paying thousands of dollars just to party and go be stupid. That's a no go. Have your fun, go to go to parties, whatever you're gonna do, but don't let that get in the way of your work. Remember what you're there for. And anybody that's in school now, have your fun, but don't let it get in the don't let it interfere with your goal of doing what you're supposed to be doing. Okay. But in us talking, cause she says she did, uh she said that she wanted to pledge a sorority. And she was talking about the different type of um, frat boys that she liked. Like the different type of fraternities that she liked. And she likes Omegas. She liked them dogs. And there's something about them dogs. Some of them dogs you got to train. Some of them dogs is some good dogs. Some of them dogs is some nasty dogs. And some of them dogs need to be put down. But... <laughs> Somebody that's in a fraternity is going to hear this, <laughs> especially Omegas, and they go contact me and be like, "So what you say about my frat, baby?" Fraternity and sorority, fraternity men and sorority women, they don't play about their letters. They don't play about their sorority, baby. It's like Bloods and Crips. Mm 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 mm. It's like you once you in, you in. Um, but. In the midst of talking to her <laughs> and finding out that she like omegas, I was thinking about my my club days. You know, when I was a young a young whippersnapper, if you will, when my knees were good and my back ain't hurt <laughs> when. <laughs> i can go drink and bounce back with no problem stay up all night and not need a nap the next day (laughs) when i was a young whippersnapper uh mind you this was like two years ago (laughs) two three years ago but i i was thinking about some of my club experiences so i thought why not share them with my red people or, I might change y'all name and call you Honey Buns. Which, whichever one is going to be. But, for the moment, my red people. So, one time, and went to a party. And, I believe it, it was an Omega party. Or, it was a Delta and Omega party. Well, me, <laughs> me, my friend Raven, um, who I've talked about on here before. And, I believe we went with, or my friend Chastity was with us at at this particular party. And it was in the club. And Omega, there were two stages. The Omegas was on one stage, you know, doing what they do. And I'm just in my own little world. Whenever I hear music, I go into my own little world and forget about my surroundings. So, um, you know, I'm dancing. I'm doing... Doing some things, you know. Um, I know somebody is going, what things, Red? What's, what, what were you doing? Let's just say that this thing was in heavy rotation. Oh, it was in heavy rotation. It was being thrown in a circle, square, triangle, rectangle, if you will. Um, Dodecahedron. What, you know, whatever works for you. But, oh, I was shaking that thing. Oh. But out of nowhere, I hear just random barking, <laughs> and I look up, and you know, of course, the makers on the stage, and they turning up doing whatever they do. But what I didn't realize was in the midst of me throwing this thing, it was a couple of cues that got off the stage, <laughs> came where I was, and they were barking at me. <laughs> So I'm, I, I'm, I'm twerking and everything. I'm checking what my mama gave me. And I feel something hit me on the butt. I was like, what is that? And my, my friend is like hyping me up, of course. So I keep going. This is one of the cues that jump behind me or jumped on the side of me and repeatedly smacking me on the butt with a towel and barking at me. Barking at my behind. Which and turn makes the cues that's on the stage turn and start barking at me and barking at my behind. I ain't gonna lie, I like the attention though. At that at that moment, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna put on the show." <laughs> but in that same night, like after this has after this happened, and I believe this was at the, this was the same time, there was this older man that was in the club. When I say old, like. He had on what looked like a uh, one of them throwback jumpsuit, like not an Adidas suit, but a throwback one of them velvet joints. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like he was an old pimp. Had gold in his mouth. Like he looked like he had great grandchildren, but you still walking around with gold in your mouth. Not like the one tooth or you know maybe two teeth at the bottom. No, full blown grill top and bottom sir what are you doing here and he he walking around drunk he was like yeah my homeboys and uh they done bought me out and all of this and oh i'm finna throw this money i think he gave one of my friends like five ten dollars gave another one of my friends i think ten dollars and i remember dancing and he kept trying to dance with me and I kept turning cuz I didn't I didn't want to dance with them. Fellas, if you're listening to this, if you go to dance with a girl and she automatically just turns sideways like you trying to get behind her and she keeps turning sideways, um that's a sign, baby. Or she keeps trying to dance with her friend, that's a sign. Please take that as a sign to know that she don't want to dance with you. It's something about you she don't want you. Okay? Just take your lick, take that L and keep keep pushing. Because you said it trying to get behind is not... No. No, 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 no. Because then we got a fake like, oh, we accidentally stepped on your foot. And when we doing it on purpose, we looking for your feet so we can A-Town stomp on that bitch. So, uh-uh. mm uh-uh, mm Please move. Shift. Leave us alone. But the dude kept trying to dance with me. And I remember, like I said, kept moving. And he jumped in front of me. And he was like, yeah. Get it, girl. Do that. Yeah. And like I said, he drunk, so you could just smell the beer and liquor coming off of him. I remember he slapped me in my ch- or on my chest. I remember I felt it, and my friends were close enough, even in this loud club with music playing. My friend heard it. That's how you know it was too hard. Now, mind you, I'm albino, so I bruise easy and have little red marks and stuff on me if you hit me too hard he slapped the fire out of my chest so i remember drawing back because now sir i'm gonna beat your ass <laughs> so i remember pulling back and my friend i think it was raven that jumped in front of me and she was like no no no, no. nita 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 no <laughs> so and she was like nita look here." she was like look down and it was something like i felt something scratching up against my chest so I looked down and like I said he gave I think gave Raven money and gave Chastity money. And I pulled something out and I remember like I felt it. I was like, "Oh, he done not me money." I'm still not happy about this. And I remember saying, "Sir, if this is a dollar or five, I'm finna beat your ass." And I unrolled it and it was 20. Like he was so drunk, he just he started passing out twenties. Um all right, sir, I'm going to let you slide. This one time like Raven saved your life and this $20 bill because now we can go get food after we leave here. Um So yeah. Yeah. What other what other experience? Oh, I almost got into a fight with a Delta. Since we're talking about fraternities and sororities. Um I think I was at a was that a, I was at a kappa party? I think that's what it was. I was at a kappa party. And um if you've never been to a club where they where the fraternities and sororities are usually random songs they'll start strolling and if y'all know strolling is um I don't want to say it's choreography but it's when they do certain movements and almost like marching band uh well majorette dancing whatever it is you walk in a straight line and you do the same movements and all of that it's it's hard to explain but Oh, Jesus, I done got. It. <laughs> but um the club that we were in, it wasn't like it was this huge club, and this particular night it was packed because it was a capital party. Kappa parties were always packed. But this the Delta started strolling, and when they start strolling, you have to make a pathway, or they push you and they make they make you make a pathway. So, I remember, I didn't know that they were strolling. My back was to the crowd, and I was facing the bar. Um, I believe I was talking to somebody. And they come through, and I'm up, I'm over as far as I can go. And there's a part of the stroll where they're throwing, throwing elbows or whatever. And this particular Delta threw an elbow, and like, legit, there was a little bit of space between me and her. You had to come over to push me. So she then came all the way over and she pushed me. I remember turning around and pushing her back. Like, who's you're not finna do, I don't care who it's you, you're not finna put your hands on me and, and attempt to plunk me. I don't, like I said, I w- it wasn't like I was in the way and it wasn't like I could go far because we weren't in this large space. So, I remember my back was turned, I felt somebody push me, I turned around and pushed back and the girl went to push me back and the person behind her um, went to push too, and I guess their hands kind of hit each other, and they kind of ended up knocking against each other, and the girl was like, you don't want it, you don't see we, DST, you don't want it, you don't, bitch, will be all of this, and I was like, okay, you can attempt it, I don't care who was you, I said, don't, I said, you didn't have to push me, so there's, now, you strolling, you can't let nobody break your line, so her sisters are pushing her forward and saying, "Man, forget it, forget it, keep going." So the girl that was at the end, who I have seen around, I had seen around campus, and she was pretty cool. She told me she was like, "I'm so sorry." She told me, and was Raven with me this time? It was either Raven or an old uh, roommate of mine. Who was with me? And she told the girl at the end. Told me she was like, "I'm so sorry. Don't pay her no attention. She drunk. This always happens when when they get drunk. I'm sorry." She was like, "Just you know, just ignore, her, ignore." Her. So I ignore, her, and she never came back. Like I guess her friends ended up like keeping her on the stage or keeping her separated from everybody. But deltas believe when you fight one you fight all so yeah i'm kind of happy that didn't happen because i would have, i would have held my own for a while but it was a lot of them and i know i had people there that was with me but it was a lot of them <laughs> but yeah this is just some of, those are just some of my um club experiences you know when i was a young thing when i was a young snapper. i can't say when i was a young thought because i've never been a thought but why don't you share some of your stories with me? Hit me up. Um, hit me up if you're listening to this from, coming from Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Hit me up. If you're just if you're listening to this on the Anchor app, um, follow me on Instagram at uniquely underscore spoken underscore words. Share your story with me. I would love to hear it. Welcome back and hey honeys. I believe in my last episode when it came to the hey honey segment, I forgot to say hey honeys. So I'll give it to you again. Hey honeys. (laughs) So hey honey is the segment where either I give advice or I give encouraging words and I give them to you. They're for you but they're also for myself. Um it's things that maybe I need to get off my chest, maybe excuse me. Maybe later on down the road I need to come back and be like, you know what? I forgot, but now listening to this I'm reminded that whatever the topic is for that episode, um whatever I needed at that time. <clears throat> excuse me. So, last episode, I talked about identity and defining yourself. And I asked the question, who defines you? This episode somewhat ties to that, but I also want to ask the question of, what are you hiding from? Or what parts of you are you hiding from other people? i wait. What are the things that maybe terrify you that you're keep that you're hiding from yourself? Could you be hiding from your healing? Could you be hiding from your peace? Could you be hiding from your joy for the sake of someone else? Because you know what, if I'm going to heal, this is going to take this is what it's going to take and this person is going to make this person uncomfortable it's going to make this person unhappy it's going to make this person feel like this why you know so you hide behind i guess it would be the excuse you hide behind the excuse or you hide behind the notion of well i can't do this because of this you hide your gifts from the world and from people because you don't want to be judged you hide maybe who you truly are who you truly feel like you are because everyone else has this image of you in their head i talked about this last episode everyone that really knows me or knows what i want them to know about me sees you know or mainly is through church and choir functions and stuff like that in school. But they have this image of me. And a lot of times it's, oh, she's so confident. She's this. And, oh, she's God-fearing and all of these things. And and a lot of times it's, well, I, I'm, I'm not, you know. <laughs> and I, I feel like I'm not as confident as everyone thinks I am. And maybe one of the things I hide behind is I'm I'm not confident because of maybe the way I look. I'm secure enough, maybe, but I'm not as secure as maybe I should be or as secure as others want me to be and it doesn't come that my insecurities don't come across. Because I hide behind whatever I can do to my hair or whatever like lipstick and stuff I can wear, I hide behind material things well not material things because i don't I don't own anything expensive, Jesus, but I hide behind the facade of smiling i I try to smile, I try to laugh, I try to make everyone else laugh because I feel like, okay. If I'm making them laugh or I'm worried about everybody else, they don't, you know, they're not going to know what goes on with me. And I hide behind the excuse of, well, maybe when this, this and this happens, I can do da. da, da, da. A lot of the times we, we can stump, make our own selves stumble or keep things away from ourselves because of us. A lot of times it's not it's it's not other people we say oh it's so and so and so and so but it's us once we make a decision and we stand firm on that decision and we put it in God's hands and we want to move forward and we make we say you know what we're going to move forward, everything is going to be okay because God said it's going to be okay. Then we get to a certain point that makes us uncomfortable. We hide behind, well, you know what? Maybe it's not time yet. Maybe. Um, I'm not ready for this. We hide our gifts from people because, you know what? I mean, so-and-so is better at it. And if they're better at it, and there's so many other people doing it, and they're better at you know, this crowd of people is better at it, then, you know, what I'm doing isn't gonna matter because I suck. In my mind, I suck. So... And that's a lot of times not the case. With me, one of my gifts is writing. And a lot of people enjoy my writing. But I... <sighs> writing started out as like an escape for me. And then once I told other people, I showed, shared it with other people, it kind of turned into what felt like a job, in a sense. And I hid behind, well... This poem isn't going to be as good as this one. And. I, I'm i not going to do it. Or I'm not going to share it. Or I hide behind. Hide behind because I still do it. I hide behind the fact of. Well, Snitty, you need to be writing. You need to do this. You need to do this. Well, you can't rush me. This is mine. I don't want to rush through this. Because it's going to suck. And I hide my talents from everyone because not not a lot of people know that I write poetry not a lot of people know that um I'm gifted and that's that's one of my gifts I hide that from people because I want to keep it to myself when in actuality God gave it to me to share with other people because a lot of times what I write it Makes other people happy or it makes them think or it makes them feel good or it brings them joy or it makes them want to address the ugliest parts in their lives. So we hide behind. Oh, Jesus. Damn it. So as you heard, <laughs> I got a phone call and to be honest with you, I wasn't finna re record because I feel like I said some good things in that first half uh (laughs) oh that oh that threw me all the way off and it was my mama calling me to tell me oh girl you got to watch rupaul's drag race that's that's what she was calling me for but i know we do the same thing to each other but at the same time ma i was dead in the middle of recording and i was on a roll too (laughs) and what was worse was there's actually more to that part but i deleted it because it recorded uh anchor recorded That well, my end of the conversations, so yeah. Sorry about the interruption. I don't know if that was a sign from the Lord saying she need to go ahead and wrap it up, but I had to tell you what was going on. But I guess just in closing, now because I can't get back on the same role that I was on before the phone call, um, (laughs) stop hiding, stop hiding from yourself, stop hiding from the opinions of others because theirs really don't matter unless it's to make you better. Stop hiding from your healing. Stop hiding from your joy. Stop hiding from your peace. Stop hiding from the things that's going to make you great. Even if it's uncomfortable, even if at the moment you don't like it, know that there's a greater good. Know that there's a reason behind your tears. Know that there's a reason behind your frustration. Know that there's a reason behind... The feeling you may feel when you, I don't want to say the feeling that you feel when you feel, but the feeling that you feel when everything seems overwhelming, know that there's everything will work for your good, but it's not going to work at all. If you don't stop hiding from yourself and stop hiding from God, you can't hide nothing from him. All of the bad things that you say you do that can keep you from him and keep him from pushing you to the greatest gift that he has for you or your or your all that your blessings that he has to give you every excuse that you have well god i do this i do this i do this and i can't do this because i do this i can't work for the edification of your kingdom because i do a b c and d god know what all you do Many people in the Bible tried to tell God, well, I can't do this because Moses said, God, I have a stutter. He sent someone to speak for him. Moses still, in the end, ended up doing the work. So stop hiding. You have, There's such a greatness in you and you have a greater level ahead of you that you can't get to and you will never get to unless you stop hiding from all of the things that you believe are going to do you harm when in actuality it's going to be your greatest breakthrough and your greatest blessing. We've made it to the end of the show or the end of the episode whichever one you would like to say and thank you for sticking around to the end. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for hanging out with me. Thank you for letting me entertain you. Um, letting me make you feel some things and deep and deep Shanita and think some deep thoughts um maybe I said something to make you laugh maybe I said something that hopefully it doesn't make you cry but make you think about things a little differently maybe check up on people that you haven't checked up on in a minute or maybe check in with yourself do some self-examination and see what you're hiding from it can be you know very deep Or it could be superficial, you know, what what are the physical or materialistic, what are the things that I buy or I get that I'm using to fool other people into thinking, hey, everything's good with me. But we've made it to our last segment, which is Unique Speaks. Unique Speaks is where either I share my poetry or I give you a quote. Um last episode I think I said it was gonna be like two three weeks before I give you a new poem and I'm gonna have to look through what I've already recorded because I might have a poem for you. I might I might that I don't think I've shared on here yet it's it's not an old poem because I wrote it earlier this year but I don't think I shared it on here yet you never know. you're not gonna get it today. I can go ahead and tell you that, but you might get the next episode, might get an episode after next, you know I just like surprising you, I like keeping you on the edge of your seat with suspense until, boom you get hit with a new poem but for this Unique Speaks it's not really a quote, it's lyrics from a song, the song is called He's Able by Dietrich Haddon and was recorded by Darwin's Darwin Hobbs and Dietrich Hatton and is it Unity Voices? I believe it's Unity Voices or Voice of Praise or something something with some voices okay but the lyrics are God is able to do just what he said he would do. He's gonna fulfill every promise to you. Don't give up on God because he won't give up on you. He's able. One more time. God is able to do just what he said he would do. He's going to fulfill every promise to you. Don't give up on God because he won't give up on you. He's able. And not to really expound on that because it's, <laughs> it is what it is. But to kind of give you a little bit more where you're at right now is not your final destination. Where you're at right now is a stepping stone for what's greater to come. God promised you so much. He promised you that he would never leave you nor forsake you. So if you're feeling alone, if you're feeling like the situation or circumstance I'm in is never going to come to an end or there's no way out of it, that experience it live in it learn the lesson from it and know that god is able to do all that he said he would do he's not a man that he should lie he's not gonna bring you so far and be like yep my work is done because god's work is never done within us so don't give up right now is not the time to give up right now is to push even harder especially when you feel like you know what? This is just it. It's never just it. So don't give up on God because he won't give up on you. Thank you again for tuning in. I greatly appreciate each and every one of you. I love you immensely and I hope that you love me too. Uh, Until next time, I love you red people. If you're wondering why I call you Red People, it's because my name is Red and you are my people. And always remember that L-O-V-E is all we need. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Bye!